You're listening to Tech Talk Central. Within the scope of the eHealth Forum held in Athens between 3rd and 4th of December 2015, we asked a few prominent eHealth stakeholders on policies and strategies regarding interoperability frameworks, national health strategies, and the digital singer market, amongst other things. Brian O'Connor, Chair of ECH Alliance, and Catherine Horanaki, Secretary General at HL7 International Foundation, responded to our question on how the digital single market strategy has raised questions about its impact on U.S.-EU trade and investment, especially with respect to cross-border data flows, data protection, standards development, and competition. These questions arise as both the United States and the EU strive to negotiate the new transatlantic trade and investment partnership known as TTIP. Considering the EU has limited powers regarding the organization of member states' health systems and can only recommend actions, what immediate actions should willing states and or companies take in order to be competitive? I read a lot and talked to people both in Washington and in Brussels and other places about this transatlantic uh, trade and investment partnership. Now, I think, first of all, it's fundamentally sensible that there should be such uh, an agreement. However, these agreements, because they cover not only health, but the whole spectrum of trade inevitably end up agreeing on the lowest possible denominator. In other words, it's very difficult to get uh, agreement uh, which would limit the competitiveness of, say, the US against Europe or vice versa. And I understand that. So I think first, we should welcome it. Second, we should say we must accept that it is a beginning, not an end. And therefore, we should take whatever they come up with in respect of the cross-border flows and the data protection and all of that. That's crucially important to everybody in the world, actually. But we shouldn't get ourselves overexcited that it is the complete answer to all of the problems. It's a good start, but it isn't the complete answer. And that answer will only come by, A, that treaty existing, and B, people actively utilizing it and finding what improvements should be made. It's a dynamic instrument. It's not a one-off deal. And everybody sits back and says, well, those are the rules. Because the rules, by their nature, are going to have to be dynamic and flexible. But overall, a good thing. So regulations and the health market is, is a difficult thing. Because essentially, what I could say is that sometimes regulations are prohibiting and, and kind of blocking progress. Mm-hmm. So there was a story from the U.S. I read uh, recently that when they started with teleradiology in the 50, 50 so 51, 52 uh, U.S. states, uh, they, they actually had to certify doctors in every single state. Mm-hmm. So you could have doctors, radiologists that would, uh, um, that would read um, x-rays. And to do that, they had to go through a very rigorous and and expensive process of getting certifications to be allowed to do that. Mm -hmm. In some way, uh, I think the digital single market is trying to overcome this. Oh, I get it, yes. And um, I think this is great. I have this idea that Greek people that are, you know, and we have a surplus of doctors right now mm-hmm. in Greece, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you could think of uh, of some of the excellent doctors that we have in Greece being able to work part-time in any member state where the 
waiting lists are, are so long that the actual health services are, are very, very low quality. I think they're not doing that, if I'm not mistaken. I don't hear a lot about Greek doctors moving out to other countries. They, they sort of, I don't know, are they afraid? They feel they won't be able to deal with the system? Well, there are people that are kind of going out and, and leaving Greece forever, right? Um, and there are offices that are facilitating this. I've heard about it. Mm -hmm. What I haven't seen is more of the digital single market concept mm -hmm. where you can actually work abroad and, mm -hmm. and live in Greece or, or do the opposite. Yes. I think this is my vision of the single market. And, and this serves not only human capital, but also... Uh, but also companies that that kind of benefit of this larger market. Mm -hmm. uh, to do that, we need to have a better transparency of the regulations, and 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 this is this is part of what human interoperability would be to me, right? Mm -hmm. So interoperability can be seen from a system point of view, which is systems that have interfaces that are publicized and open and allow communication. Yep. But it should be also seen as transparency in the regulations so that we gradually move to the real single market where these regulations would be um, uh, compatible with each other and, and essentially more effective in delivering value to the citizens of Europe. I think that what we see in essence is, is the element that will strengthen Europe and its companies' competitiveness uh, in, in the global area. I think what, you, uh, that what the other speakers mentioned about the different languages and the different cultures we see in Europe that essentially have been transferred all over the world is a strength. Mm -hmm. I also think that a strength is the attention that Europe gives to the small enterprises, to the SMEs. You're listening to Tech Talk Central.